1: Saturday morning, 70 will be the high today, 47 tonight, 68 on Sunday. It is right after 10 o'clock on a Saturday, the first morning of October 2022. Good old 710, KNUS, the voice of the people. Thank you for being here. we got great open lines. We'll come back into open lines. In the meantime, the Denver Press Club Hall of Fame banquet is this coming Saturday night. And um, Sandra Dillard and B Harris, a lot of everybody I know, Mike Litwin, Kathy Walsh, But most significantly to me is for the press club to honor, to bring into the Hall of Fame, radio talk show host Alan Berg, who, of course, his life was taken in the driveway of his home in 1984. Without further ado, I absolutely adore her. We have been, we we worked together for so many years, and when they came to me uh, to talk about what that night's presentation would be like, and obviously Kevin Flynn, who not only wrote the book but covered everything that happened and they said who else and i said susan ryman who not only knew alan loved alan and produced the show up until that tragic night she joins us ladies and gentlemen one of my true favorites we've been in radio together we had sandy clough last week that was the home run susu good morning thank you
2: good morning peter
1: you're you are the best i um (laughs) <laughs> when when they came to me and about the presentation next Saturday night and I told them you and you and they called you and you said you would do it. That was that was a home run. Um, I know. What this, an
2: honor. Thank you. No, 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 you. no,
1: no. no. What do you know what you're going to say? <laughs> like a,
2: no. Yeah. No, yeah. I actually, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, Alan, Alan uh, is still with me every day, sure. and he kind of haunts me. I kind of tried to change that verbiage, but he's always with me. You know, I, I think of Alan, I think I think of him every day, don't you?
1: Especially now, um, coming, yeah. coming up on this. Um, what was it like? I mean, how you were a kid then. How old were you when you went to work for him?
2: Well, here's the stupidest, not stupid, what a great part of my history is that I started working for him? Um, well, I started working for KOA in 1979, right out of college. But previous to that, in college, just this 21 year old kid working at Made F mm-hmm. at Aurora Mall mm-hmm. in the linen department, I somehow found Alan Berg, and I think he was on KHRW, and I would shut down my register as fast as I could. I would run to my car. And I was listening to the last 20 minutes of the Allen Bird show, even before I was ever in radio.
1: Yeah, he did evenings. He, he did said, evenings at k How. People may or may not remember that. but
2: He
1: did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. That was the old Petroleum Club building. And um, <laughs> and that, and he oh, did. Do you
2: remember, what? Really? Oh,
1: I, I worked there. I didn't know that's yeah. where they were located. Yeah. The Petroleum Club building. And Hal and Charlie were mornings. And all the rest of the Lindsay English show, the guys that I later worked with. But, um, and do you
2: know who his producer was, Peter?
1: I do Carla not. Carla Martin. Who was? Car- Carla. Oh, Carla with a K. I Carla didn't... Martin. Wow.
2: <laughs> and wow. so the reason I start like this is because I was a fan before I ever worked at radio, And when I was in college, Colorado Women's College, Fine Arts College, I, there was an internship that they made available to me and that's how I started my broadcast career, was from that internship. But I was a fan of Allenberg and talk radio before <laughs> that ever happened. And uh, it occurred to me this morning, that's exactly how I became aware of Allenberg and the, the um, talent it takes yeah. for any <laughs> on-air personality, you. Alan Berg. Um, I even I, I hesitate to have these words come out of my mouth to hold an audience. Mike Rosen.
1: Oh um, yeah, sure, of course. I mean, how
2: do you make an audience? Um, and I don't say that at all reverently, Mike. <laughs> We're just not on the same page hmm. politically. But the talent to hold a, an invisible listener and have a 21-year-old college student shut down their registers as fast as they could run to their car because they had to listen to the last 20 minutes
1: yeah.
2: of the Allenberg show.
1: Susan Ryman's here and will be with us on Saturday night or I'll be with her at the hall of fame banquet. And they're going to honor Allen that night after all of these years, remember back to 84. And uh, I've had so many conversations with people. How many years we fought, get the guy in, get the guy in, get the guy in. And now, mm-hmm. you know, he's again, it's, it's time. And I, And i going to come up and talk talk about tickets, what's left, but so important. And especially now, now more than ever, he's important. But what was what was day to day like? I mean, it's like I my my day to day with him. We were like co-equals doing radio shows, but you had to put up with both of us. So I always felt I always felt (laughs) it was worse, worse for you.
2: Well, what was uh what was so amazing about those days is that I produced every single show and booked every guest on that radio station twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. Every single show. Yeah. And Alan was one, Ken was one, Andrew yeah. Van Steenhouse. Yeah. You
1: yeah.
2: um Tesla I think was on yeah. the air at that no, time. No, I think when but I booked yeah, show
1: you shows. no Tesla was Tesla had gone to seven ten and I got mornings, right. and um, AB did afternoons, and then we hooked them together for the twelve to one, which is where the genesis of the murder begins. And um, yeah, they, you know, but we're t- Sandy Clough. Um, by the way, the shoot is up on the website seven ten kus dot com. Go to my page, and I got an, I got a new column up about um, about <laughs> about Michael Bennett and um, the video of Sandy Clough, and Sandy Clough told that told that story. Of walking in the room on KOA and going four and a half minutes in a three minute newscast doing sports and had to face the ire of Gus Merkis. Now, those, <laughs> those those of us who know the voice, oh, the, the, oh, the, voice. Oh, the the greatest voice in the city. I, I think Alan Roach, yeah. Alan Roach has this killer voice. But I, uh, Gus did. and Gus and Alan Roach were the two great voices of of Denver yeah. radio. Nobody yeah, no, nobody ever topped yeah. that. Yeah, but so you would come into work and. I mean, I. I but the day to
2: day, the day to day, I would go in, and I would have a pile of ideas for Alan. And strangely enough, um, someone took a picture of Alan and I, and I think that picture with me at his desk with a pile of ideas, hmm. he'd, he'd reject ninety nine percent of everything. Everything, yeah. I think yeah. that, I think that picture was taken the day he was murdered. I think I have the final picture of Ellen Berg and I, but it doesn't have a timestamp on it. So anyway, yeah. I would go in with a pile of, of uh, as many ideas as I could come up with and he'd reject them. Nah, no, nah, mm-hmm. no. Nah. And one day I went in there and I had a pile and it was about a murder. And um, and I said, the funniest part of this is that uh, there was a parrot in the room <laughs> and the actual <laughs> prosecutor. Wants to actually cross-examine uh,
1: the I remember this. Yeah.
2: cross-examine yeah. the parrot and I said, "So anyway, why don't we book the prosecutor and Ellen?" Said, so get, the Let's the <laughs> get the parrot. Get the parrot.
1: I remember you telling me that story. Get the hell with the prosecutor. Get the parrot. Yeah, I get no. the parrot.
2: He was a tough one though, because he remember when when he went on the air that night, at, um, Peter, and he started out the show, and he said, "I just want to start the show out." And I just want to tell
1: everybody that I'm gay. Oh, and I was working. You remember that he did it at BZ. He um, he gayed out on BZ, and um, he asked me to, to 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 you know to be to be the fall guy on uh, and he, and and that's just when the first time when gay guys are using the word gay. And um, yeah. and so he came to me during the, one of his how he how he operated. He said, "Do me a f-. it wasn't do me a favor. It was do this." I said, "What?" He said, I'm going to come in, and our, we had a crossover, and he said, I'm going to tell people I'm gay. And he said, I want you to get mad at me. I said, I don't want to get mad at you about that. He said, I want you to get mad at me and tell, tell, tell me that I won't, work, I won't work with you because you're homosexual.
2: Is that right? Nice? No, it's
1: a true story. And I said, um, man, come on, you know, let, let me up. And he said, no, I, I need you to do it. It won't work without you doing that. So, okay, you know, I, I bought and he came in and said, I have an announcement, you know, a cigarette going. And I said, what is it? And he said, I'm gay. And I said, oh, man, come on. You know, I, I fainted and um, surprised. And, he, and I said, I'm not even going to And in be. that day, it was totally socially oh, unacceptable and, and, oh, to be a homosexual. Oh, yeah, and p- Believe me. And so it got all the way to the end where BZ is when that happened. And Channel 9 sent a crew down And they spun, Channel 9 was, and he said, I'm just happy. I'm not gay. And he he did, I was was telling a story, who was I sitting with? Sandy and I, and we were talking about, so Ted Kennedy, and um, Ted Kennedy looks like he's going to usurp Jimmy Carter. This is how long ago this is. So Berg goes on the air and says, how long would it be before somebody kills Ted Kennedy? Because they killed his brothers. So John Mullins owned that radio station and that's a whole other you know, series of stories. So Mullins and I are going to lunch and we're coming down those stairs in that time lock and the unmarked Plymouth pulls up and two guys get out in crew cuts and black suits and I thought, something's up and it was the Secret Service because they thought Berg was talking about killing Ted Kennedy. On, and it's all true stories. I mean, it was like, and Mullins who, you know, <laughs> Mullins folded like a tent and I'm standing there and I said, You know, he doesn't mean it. And I said, We need (laughs) to talk to him. And no, that's that's, that's what he would do. I mean, he would just throw this stuff and load and hold, man. And uh, so, and now comes the. Isn't
2: that the brilliance of talk radio? It was (laughs) then. For people like you that go on the air and pick a topic to make that invisible listener stay.
1: It was it, it, it was then. And
2: get engaged and yeah. get enraged. Yeah. Get engaged oh, and get enraged. Had him. Oh, enraged. Yeah,
1: had him. He, you know, there was never a moment where you could tune in where you could listen to paint dry. I mean, when you turned into Berg, there was a fight going on someplace. And, um, you know, now it's <laughs> well, like can, now we can we can go for... Well, there's people that do radio shows now that don't take calls. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? But... Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. so on I, that I, I, night... I know exactly yeah, who that is. On that night, I just... Because I got all this time on my hands now, and so Hamden Sides, who's like this great historian, wrote the life of Billy the Kid, and I was telling Sandy about this, and it is this great moment, and Hamden Sides is like this brilliant historian, and he said so. Pat Garrett shoots Billy in New Mexico, and in a, in a you know in a bunkhouse in the dark, shoots him, kills Billy, and the legend rode away. He's dead, but the legend of Billy, the kid then rides away. And I said that, um, Alan's dead in the driveway in 84, but the legend got up and lived. Uh-huh. And, um, so uh-huh. here we are all these years later talking about, I it.
2: know I was laying, I was laying in bed with my husband. The phone rings. Yeah. It's nine forty-five. Yeah. It's Rick Barber. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I said, Rick did the, the, the did the guest? You're three hours away from going on the air. Yeah. Did the is the guest canceled? Mm-hmm. And he said, "No, alan has been uh, murdered." Yeah. yeah. And my life changed yeah. from that night. It oh. never, never. It, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was the one that booked Richard Butler on yeah. those shows, yeah. and Ellen would completely. And utterly humiliate oh.
1: this Richard, man. Richard Butler. Humiliate this man. And Richard man. Butler was up in Idaho in uh, Hayden Lake with the Aryan Nation. Aryan Nations. the Aryan Nation. Absolutely. Yeah. And in the back was. And a, I
2: talked to Alan. And I talked to Alan, and I said, "Alan, these are dangerous nuts." Yeah. These are these are scary people. Please, let's not do this again. He said. So we're not going to do a show because you're scared. I'm not going to talk to this man because you think that he's dangerous. And I said, I don't know. I mean, and it was well. It it it, it it it
1: escalated from um um and when I found in the Primrose Cattleman's Gazette because. Koa, the King of Agriculture, got all these. Um, Susan Ryman's here. Peter Boyle's. We're talking about Saturday night, the Press Club Hall of Fame banquet. Honor a- Allen will be honored in the end. And I uh, found this uh, uh, this insanity. The protocols of the Elders of Zion, which you know, so this guy comes on a radio show. His name's Richard Rick Elliott, and I just historically the protocols are made up. The Tsar had a secret police force called the Okrana. They wrote them. They're their fabrications. They're anti-Semitic. Anyhow, so this guy paid a guy, Bud Farrell, to do it. And it's, so I'm goofing him. And uh, he later sued Alan and I, NGE, But I get a tap on my shoulder from, from Alan. He's coming in to do the crossover, and he wants the guy. What we don't know is in that moment, uh, David Lane, who drives the car the night they murder him, is a part-time printer, part-time bodyguard for Rick Elliott. Rick Elliott went to prison. I mean, the the whole thing is so sad and sick. But we collectively, all of us, you, me, everybody, Lee, everybody, no one knew what what these guys were ginning up. And, of course, then it appears on a terrible night. The thing that's interesting to me is a lot of these same people are back. And... um, if there's ever a moment to think about his life. It's now, but so you and I will be there along with Kevin, and they're honoring Kathy Walsh and B Harris and yeah. everybody you know. It's gonna so I'll know how many seats we got, and I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call this morning when the gig's over and. Um, Okay. I'll give you a I fill. guess you better
2: get a ticket for my. Yeah, ticket. you
1: better. <laughs> it's gonna, I, I hope I hope tickets are gone. So that's how I feel about it. So. Oh
2: uh, well, I hope the tickets are not gone. before
1: yeah. I'll call. I'll be, yeah, because yeah, well, you're going to be on the stage and and Kev, who is, if there ever is a historian about all of this, it is definitely Kevin Flynn, and you know we we have talked many 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 hours together about all of this, as well as Lee and so. Susan Ryman, who will be – we'll all be together on Saturday night talking about – Well,
2: Saturday movie. night. You know, I, my whole career was behind the mic, not in front of it. So well, I'm not sure whether to hey. thank you or slap
1: you. <laughs> Either way, it was, it's all happened before, right? Take care. I love you, oh, darling. Uh, Say hi uh, to your husband. You're the best. Bye, baby. We got her? Okay. Um, Cowboy Moving and Storage, and Albie's going to come on. We'll talk about where tickets are. I recommend and mover. Go to cowboymoving.com. I'm having lunch on Monday with the guys from Cowboy. 1,300 reviews, all very positive. A Google rating of 4.9. That's unheard of. Customer reviews. So, how many times does this happen? So, you see a house that you like or a place that you like, and you sell your place, but your new place isn't ready yet. So, you got to do it, and it's called load and hold. I just stole that for the talking about Berg. Cowboy moving can do a load and hold. Basically, if you're moving into a new office or new residence, but you have to leave your current location before the new place is available, this is the, this is the storage service for you. They load and hold these trailers, and short-term, long-term storage doesn't matter. Dry, warm, they do it right. What really makes Cowboy the recommended mover is the men that actually do the work. Many of these guys have been with Cowboy for years. truly makes the difference from moves to loads to holds to storage. And Cowboy, the recommended mover. Let them come and give you a shot at this, 303-789-2200. Just go get the estimate. Say, okay, come on over. I'm thinking about doing this. Or just from house to house or back to the work or office to office or moving your grandma they're wonderful folks. 303-789-2200, 303-789-2200. Do we have Albie or guys? Is, is Albie here? Do we got Albie to talk? Or, or It's 20 after. All right, it's 20 after. Why don't we take a turnaround and do this? Um, and then Mark Miller from Jeffco will be on. We'll do a wrap-up of MC1. that was an amazing, amazing event last Sunday. In terms of uh, open lines, history takes timeouts, and it goes to the sidelines and But what historians have always talked about is what's taking place off the field what's ginning up, and certainly watching the u s and well but just watching Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin, the notion of a nuclear war are we at war with Russia? Of course we are and if you think back to ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan walking with uh, Gorbachev rocking with and now looking at this and also talking about the economic model, the conditions that are they hurting you and your family. 710 KNUS, Denver's talk station, return right after this. 25 after the R10, 1025, good morning on a Saturday, first morning of October 2022. It's going to be showers and cooler in 70, 47 tonight and much the same thing tomorrow and Monday. Uh, getting a Alby will come on at 11 i threw that backward and then mark miller's on the show so we'll t- take open lines between now and up to there uh got some stuff from from the wall i'll bring it up in a second first I introduce you to my friends over at peak financial here in denver tim and michelle we had lunch with them and sat and talked and it's legit stuff on reverse mortgages so here you are an old guy like me everything's paid off and money's going out the back door but not coming in the front door Check them out at peakreverse.com. Sometimes reverse mortgages can be a little confusing, and that's why Tim and Michelle are there. Um, And these are just to answer questions. So reverse mortgage allows a homeowner, 62 and older, uh, to use a portion of their equity in their homes to increase a cash flow, help achieve the retirement you deserve, go to peak reserve. Just Q's and A's, man. Um, Tim and Michelle will answer all your reverse mortgage questions, and they're real legit. Nobody's trying to roll you. Go to peakreserve.com. Tim and Michelle, assisting people since 2006, so you know they're real. Peakreserve.com. And so, okay, I don't know how this works, but 303-962-4840. 303-962-4840. Pick up the phone. You can call them. You can leave a message. They'll get back. 303-962-4840. And this is New Way Radio. have got to say NMLS 1325929, Peak Financial, licensed by Colorado Division of Real Estate, NMOS 107360. How important is that? I don't know. That this is the important one. 303-962-4840. Uh from there's a question. Uh you didn't finish your thoughts on the Cattleman's Gazette. Um yeah, I guess it's important. Then we'll go to the phones. Um so we're working and um KOA uh you know, there there was a time when agri when um, call letters meant something, like WLS Chicago world's largest store WLS was put on the air by Sears Uh, KOA's designation was king of agriculture KOA it was the designation they were given when you create the FCC so they would get all these newspapers everybody remembers or if you're an old timer you remember Evan Slack did farm and ranch reports and got to get to know Evan He he was a good guy and so they would do you know, farm reports. And so we had a very tiny little office, Alan and I and uh, and and Larry Crandall. And we would get all these newspapers. And so I would sit like a goof that I am and I'd read some of this stuff. And so one of the um, newspapers that they uh, got were sent to them, I don't know if they were subscribers or they just got sent to them in general, was a newspaper called the Primrose Cattleman's Gazette out of Fort Lupton. So geeky, I'm sitting there reading them, and uh, I come across the protocols of the elders of Zion, and when I was in grad school, I, the, the czar had a secret police force called the Okhrana, and many of these people all become, if they survive the Bolsheviks, they get back involved in, in KVD, and anyhow, so the, uh, not Nicholas II, but his um, father, And Grandfather, they have these phony historians, and they write something called The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. It's still a bestseller in the Middle East, by the way. You can go to the Middle East, and the protocols are still red hot. And it's about this Jewish plot to take over the world. And the protocols reappear on Nazi Germany, and, you know, so... They got a guy named Bud Farrow, who's allegedly a retired lieutenant colonel. And so I got, so I tell the Crandall, I said, get this guy on the show. Let's get them. And we and we did a noon to one, Chris Olinger, myself, Evan Slack, Allen Berg, sports Kent Grushon, I think, did sports with us. So this guy comes on the show, and his name is Rodrick, you call him Rick Elliott. And I'm I'm saying, to, did you pay for this? Yes. This is original research. I said, no, man, if you cracked a Russian history book or just, you know, did a dive, you would find that this is a hoodwink. So he, he ended up suing me and and the general and the general Electric and sued everybody. In it. He, has, he actually went to the penitentiary. So that's really where the fight begins. And um, David Lane, who drove the, uh, the getaway car the night they murdered Allen, was a part-time printer, part-time bodyguard. He was lurking in the other room when all of this happened. So that's the, the genesis of all the craziness of that. All right, we go to Joe. Joe, you're on a radio show. Uh, it's 1030. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Pete. Pete, I mostly agree with you today. Putin nuclear threat is very serious. Uh, and and Joe Biden is still an idiot. Um, you know, I, I want to just, Make a comment that you made fun of me for bringing up the nuclear possibility back in February, I believe, uh, right mm. before he left.
1: I don't uh, recall because, making. Uh, f- what did you say?
3: Well, see, wh- I was I I was a Ron Hanks supporter, and oh. I said that because of two reasons, I felt he had a really good good shot. One, I see that the. The Republicans stood and still do not here, but in and nationally to gain and uh, and and that the economy was going to tank. You kind of laughed at that. No, I don't know. I, no, I no,
1: that's and not that, true. no, wait
3: a second. No, let true. me let me go ahead and finish. Right. Uh, the, you also laughed at I said. And uh, the other thing is, if if Putin decides to use a nuke, that could change the whole game.
2: And
1: well, that was you
3: did listen, make fun of me.
1: Hold on just a second. Anybody that understands history knew that a bad economic time was coming predicated on an endless, stupid war. And for 21 years, the United States gets involved in Afghanistan, gets involved in Iraq, gets involved in other parts of the Middle East. And George Bush and Dick Cheney borrow money from banks, much like Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon. These are models that are repetitive. And I said a bad time was coming. I knew it was coming. It had to be because economics is what it is, and economic history is what it is. In terms of the nuke, okay, anybody, anybody that threatens with a nuke is pretty foolish, except the question remains, are we at war with Russia? And the answer is yes, we well, are. Of course. Well, of course we are. They're, they're surrogates. We're, we have
3: been for since the day he invaded Ukraine well, and before.
1: See, because I come back to Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev walking arm in arm and watching the wall come down and now we're sending fighter jets to a war that and and by the way if you if you listen to russian news if you watch in english russian news editions um his threat and he's he's not a guy that threatens and doesn't and I get it. And he said this is not a bluff. He made it clear. And then he mentioned Hiroshima Nagasaki, which is the old left, yeah, wing, but, the old, old left wing game.
3: Uh, our, but our idiots are saying that they think he's bluffing. That's the, the problem is well, we have morons but, in, in the Biden administration the, that the, don't take it seriously. But that, that's
1: the risk. And if you read history, they call it saber rattling, uh, nuclear saber rattling. And is Vladimir... It
3: isn't Oh, well, no, no,
1: no. But, again, it's the question because he hasn't – but there's a bunch of people – I've, I've they, been read, they... reading all way to try and pull this together on the show.
3: Well, and... okay. But let, let me just say a couple of things here. Uh, the, the, the Russians have ten times the local theater nuclear capability yeah. than we do.
1: Well, but we're not 10 there. Ten times. We're, we're, we collectively are not there, but –
3: Oh they're, yeah, whatever. No, no, we, it's uh, not a whatever. We, if you don't think our nukes are are available to respond, well, that's the argument.
1: Are. That's the argument that moving American weapons into into Ukraine, the NATO weapons into there. Ukraine. Well, I, I'm not so sure they are. I mean, I don't know where you read this. That that U.S.
3: Well, I, are they in in right in Kiev or something? No, not, but no. they're you know uh, within a, an airplane's reach away. Well, that's I that's mean, no. That's on. different.
1: That's different. That's different well, because no no it, well, uh, yes it is if you...
3: local local nuclear weapons can okay. be fired from a, from an air I, I understand
1: all that, but that, that's a, that's really the proactive during the Cuban Missile crisis, which I come back to the reason Jack Kennedy said what he said was, look, these missiles are in my backyard this, what what Putin said when they started moving american made thermonukes they wanted to move them in, that becomes the the, the bay of pigs argument. so so what, what what is to be done? and okay. and there's, well, there, well, there's that's, not, that's not that that that's not that's not jack it, kennedy sitting at the resolute desk.
3: well there there's some other things that are happening Do that real quick. Are, are very scary. Uh, for one everybody heard joe biden say that they would take out the pipeline whatever two pipeline mm-hmm. if uh, if russia invaded and now he's saying, oh, uh, we didn't have anything to do with it, basically. Well, you know, the, here's the thing. I think Joe Biden doesn't have any clue what well, is going on with the secret services.
1: I agree. It's, and, but but and, it looks like it's
3: probably us.
1: It's, it's, uh, it's a new month, by the way. People are saying Joe's calling again. It's a new month. It's October. Joe's allowed. I can't call again. But well, you were
3: right too about the local election, and I've said this many times: we are not going to win the governorship. We are not going to win the Senate. Uh, the 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 fact is, is Heidi Ginnall is a great candidate. She's not going to win. Uh, did the the I think she did great in the debate. Did that ever help anybody win in Colorado? No, no. you know, it's re- done. Really,
1: it's done, Joe. Ah, the,
3: the, the money is what, what is going to no, I be mean, the overwhelming no, well,
1: thing. And again, and if, if, ask, your, your, ask, your, ask yourself this question. Why hasn't the Republican National Committee given a dime? They well, know. they have helped
3: Joe O'Day.
1: No, I don't think they have.
3: Well, that's debatable. You can ask oh, him.
1: I mean, no, the, but, the, no, 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 listen
3: thing. to Why I, does not why does he why does he the only thing he's got is hey we can keep abortion Listen here. Listen to me.
1: Don't well, don't so is the forget other guy. It. Joe for, forget it what I'm saying to you is the RNC is staying out of Colorado and there's got a all right, man. Let's go here. We go to Marvin. You're on a radio show. It's 10:36. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning,
4: Pierre. Uh you and Joe already answered my question uh, that I told your call screener and that was I was, Thinking Ganal's out ahead and she's going to win, but I reckon no, no. not by the way everybody's talking.
1: Well, she's looks like she's down significantly um, between 11 and 17 points, depending on who you read.
4: Mm. That's a shame, but you did pose a question that uh, I'll, I'll pivot on to. Oh, but first I have to tell you, Peter, I've been having this uh, thought for quite a few months now. And, oh, by the way, welcome back there, Mr. Monkey Dog, or whatever they call you, Peter. So uh, uh, the whole radio station, other than Jimmy Sangenberger, and from time to time, there's a couple other guys who are somewhat provocative and intriguing to listen to, but uh, without you around, uh, it's just no fun to listen to. So welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We love to hate you. We agree with you most of the time. We're not sure uh, what's wrong with the other part of you. But anyway, welcome back. And what I wanted to say, is neither a criticism or a compliment. I'm not trying to butter you up. It's just an observation that I've been carrying around for a few months. And I all of a sudden one day had this realization as I was listening to podcasts and watching your shoots and stuff. And all of a sudden I heard something in your voice because I've been listening to you for a lot of years, Peter. And, uh. Doggone! I swear, and I would like to have some input from the people around you and other callers. I tell you what, Peter. If you don't, doggone! If you don't sound pretty much like a modern-day Alan Bird, no, I don't. Somehow, no, no, I'm not in that league. No,
1: no, come on. Well,
4: no, your whole thing, and you're even an- your answer to my question. I'm telling you, Peter. Okay, you have somehow grown into assume no. part no. of. The very special yeah, persona It might be your maturity. Well,
1: that, no, the answer is no, no, and no. There was a one guy, and that was and him. So, and, all right, man. Well, Listen. no,
4: no, no. All I'm saying, all, right. all I'm saying, is your voice, the way your stick, everything, is you are kind of a decent replacement for the guy. There is no right. coming near There's him. No, no. I'm. You're right. But
1: Peter, you're dang close. Okay. My hat is off to you. All right, take care. Three, three, zero, three, six, nine, six, nineteen, seventy-one. Um lines, first time since the show started this morning, lines were wide open. History does take timeouts. And, but again, as this timeout takes place, much is fermenting on the sidelines. And eventually, like we've talked about when we watched that moment of Gorbachev and walking with Reagan, but what we didn't realize what was fermenting in the Middle East because people weren't paying attention. And now this, and we're talking about is the United States, or do you feel, because I do, we're at war. We're at war with Russia, uh, surrogate war. But now American GIs are there. And what would it take to kick this over? And then what would happen? Also, we're talking about the economic model and conditions and hurting people and your family. But watching these things and knowing that in that Oval Office is that guy, and um, he, I, I watched that that cut that tape, and it's. He he thought the congressperson w- he was looking for, her. she's dead. The law office is a Danny Kaplis, and Danny's my guy, and he's, he's the one of a kind, and Dan and all of his partners, and Danny's firm is the successful firm, large lineup, six former deputy DAs who use their tremendous courtroom experience to help survivors of serious crashes. Danny says this, talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm could be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. Danny's firm believes that you, who you hire talks a lot about you. I tell you, my my family went through it, and Danny came to I, 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 like phone calls at night, and when pff, everybody's home and in bed and with their families having dinner, he'd call me, Is everything okay? And you know, we've been pals a long time, but that was the winning moment. Core values, the foundation of his great success: is faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication. If you need something answered, 303-907-5003, 303-907-5003. It's capitalist law, C-A-P-L-I-S, com. You need Danny's help, 303-907-5003. Please call the man. You need help, the man's there. You want to take a turn? Want to take this, or what do you want to do? Want to, want to bust it out? All right. Seventy will be the high, and we got rain and coming in snow in the high country. That's good news. Seven ten 10 knus I'm Peter Boyles. Your calls right after this. Morning, everybody. It's 10 15 before the hour of 11. 710 K 10 U S. Denver's Talk Station, 70 the high today, 68 tomorrow. It's kind of, you know, fall weather, and this is the first day of October all as well. I wanted to mention this. Um, and Antonio Inoki died, and um, if you love professional wrestling, MMA, UFC, uh, Inoki was... They, they called it strong style in Japan, and uh, one of the men who I really became good friends with was now uh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and Doc was from Lakewood. And Doc fought in the shoots in Japan, and they were called shoot fighters, and those were the guys who later come to the U.S. and the Gracies get involved and the rest of it. But Anoki was really important, and uh, those of us who love all of this, and he's the one that fought L E. And uh, they fought in 76. I actually went. I actually wanted to see that closed circuit, went downtown to see it. And they we would talk about shoots and works, and um, what Anoki wanted was for Ali to, to work, meaning um, not to fight real, and Ali wouldn't do it. So it really became a shoot, and if you read many of the Ali books, they talk about it. But remember in Ali, when Anoki kept diving to the ground on leg kick and leg kicking Muhammad, and so that and, and all those guys. I mean Baba the Giant, Baba Giant, uh, the Giant Baba, and they were like the competitors in Japan. And I loved all this stuff. But the part that nobody really realized, and I didn't know it till I read um, his life in a couple of different books, that they had gone to they'd gone to Brazil when he was a kid, and they knew the Gracies, and I mean they knew some some amazing you know shoot fighters from from uh, from Brazil. But Anoki, he founded New Japan and. They they started what's called strong style. which comes come shoot fighting and Anoki. And then there was all those, as I mentioned, Baba the Giant. And when Brazil takes on MMA and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it shoots to the top. And what a guy, though. I mean, he was an amazing guy. And uh, for those of you, and also uh, somebody brought up about Ricky Dozon. Ricky Dozon was uh, uh, was murdered by the Yakuza in Japan, the organized crime people, murdered Ricky Dozon. And back when I was lucky enough to do a little bit of work with those guys, they always talked about that uh, because most of the uh, U.S. guys would go to Japan uh, for, you know, 10-week runs and come back. Heenan and some of those guys would go, and they always talked about uh, organized crime murdering Ricky Dozon, and that was legitimate stuff. So, anyhow, he had the passing of, of Anoki. Those of you who remember that fight when he, he fought Muhammad. And Muhammad would not work, so it turned into a shoot. Um, 303-696-1971, Cowboy Moving and Storage is the recommended mover. I'll see the guys on uh, Monday for lunch. Cowboy Moving, now here's this deal, and it, it's called Load and Hold, and Cowboy Moving can do a load and hold for you. So you're moving into a new office or new residence, but you've got to leave your current location before the new place is available. Then this is the strong, and this is the storage service for you. So you got to be, you know, you got to do this. Uh, I got to get out of this house or out of this office, but my new one's not ready yet. What are we going to do? Well, we load and hold. So they have actually, they call them load and hold trailers, and they come to your office or they come to your residence, and they load and hold, and they can work well, short term, long term, and it just is a, it's a great move. And uh, the, the cowboy recommended mover is the men that actually do the work. I was when they moved us I was I was on the job and um it was like these guys are running in the ground from mo- from moves to loads to holds to storage cowboys the guys and they've been doing it for 60 since, since 1968 and a portion of every move goes to freedom service dogs and just to ask them for an estimate 303-789-2200 303-789-2200, 303-789-2200 please do it today for the first time since the show started, there's open lines. So if you were calling before and got a busy signal or got knocked out of the box, 303-696-1971, and get back on to the wall. You're talking about shoot fighting and the seeds of MMA. Remember when Vincent brought Tank Abbott, yes, to the WWF, and he went through those wrestlers like, you know what, through the Christmas turkey, Richard the limo driver. Uh, I mean, they, they tried that, and now now you can see we're Rousey and all the old... Um, all the old MMA fighters, the original MMA fighters uh, went into professional wrestling but there was a guy that lived here, grew up here named Steve Williams and he got dubbed Dr. Death in high school he went to Lakewood and Steve I, I just wish he's one of these guys you could sit and talk professional wrestling to and I loved him and Steve was sick when he came home, we rode motorcycles together and He would come when I would do, uh, you know, appearances. I'd always bring Doc with me and a gentle man and a good man. But he was a shooter. And they shot in Japan in a place called the Egg Dome. And the stories out of that place, whew. And that was before the Gracies um, started ginning up to come up. And the first fights they had were here. Remember that Jim Brown? Jim Brown was uh, doing color and uh, the G-Man. Richie Goins was the was the ring man. And I was working and I got to meet the Gracies. I went out of my way to get them in the studio, talk to them and they were wonderful. And they were just they just tore people's heads off. And then everybody got on to them and started fighting back and Sarah Raba and those guys showed up. But those guys all came out of nokey. So you know it's a it's a it's a different universe with those guys. And mm-hmm. and, and now it is what it is. It's multi bazillion dollar gates and Remember when they called it combat sports, the leading combat sport was always boxing, was prize fighting, and that was gone. Now it's MMA, UFC, and now some of the old, like Merriweather, and those guys are coming back and they are fighting. So, we just cleaning up some calls. We'll start with Dan. It's 1052. Dan, you're on the radio show, man. Good morning, and thank you.
5: Pete, uh, first time uh, listening on Saturday, uh, I'm calling because you had my son. You, you thought he was uh, inspiring, and you had him on the show, and so... He's growing up a year or so, uh, and I just want to do a check in. Oh, man.
1: Well, cool! Tell me your boy again, yeah, so we so I remember.
5: Oh, Ryan—he's the guy. Oh, he sure, all of, of a course I didn't did. It. Yeah. Okay, well, I got a picture on the wall with you, him, and me. <laughs> uh, we—he we, printed it out so for me, but uh, but that was back uh, when the, the after the Super Bowl. So that's how long it's been. The kid's doing well, Pete, and. Uh, uh, he doesn't listen to Talk Radio too much. But I don't blame he, uh,
1: him. <laughs> Tell him I don't blame <laughs> him.
5: <laughs> when he can he's a busy guy. So he so he ended up uh, at a faith based school and came on, walked on the never playing football. And after the fourth or fifth game, Pete uh, uh, he said we. The coach said we, after the game, he said we had two good drives. And my son's Orion. He said Orion, you have done uh, good enough. That you're going to become the starter. So, wow. so starting this week, he's he's starting football. He gets up at six in the morning. Uh, he's 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 a foster adopt kid.
1: Pete. I know, sure. Maybe. We
5: have two other ones, and uh, we have three kids. We have our good days and bad, but uh, you you made a difference. Well, Pete. you're
1: kind. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah. Give, give, give him a little hug on the neck for me, man. So. I will. remember have him in
5: someday. Remember him well.
1: Thank you. So good to hear your voice, man. Thanks. Thanks. 303-696-1971. All right. Albie's coming up, and then Mark Miller from Jeff Code, and we'll recap the MC1. It was last Sunday, and it was a terrific turnout. A lot of people, a lot of bikes, and a lot of money was raised, and it's for fallen officers. The um, officer that we honored who had been stabbed multiple times in his face and neck um, we got to get that guy on as a guest. He stood up and gave a speech, or gave a talk, if you would, at Columbine High School. Again, thanks thanks to Frank DeAngelis and it was the most amazing. You never know what somebody's going to do and nobody's going to say. And I, you know, I met him, and I said, "Okay, Peter, you're going to bring him up on the stage, and he's going to speak, say a few words." And he told the story of that night when he was attacked. And his daughter's a cop on the job, and she's on that same job, and his. Youngest daughter just graduated, and she's a cop. And this guy floored us. And so, I'm going to, when we get Mark here today, maybe on the next show, because we're going to, we can have him on to talk. And he he blew the doors off the place. You still haven't, again, talked to anybody about it, but potentially selling your home. And the market has cooled off, and there's a lot of people who think, okay, what do I do? There's a great success story. Gay Ribble and the Empower team of Keller Williams Realty, DTC one of the top real estate companies in our area. When it comes to selling homes, there's really no better than Empower Team. And Gay, I knew her from before. She grew up in Arvada, and she's your local market expert. And her secret, while other agents make all kinds of big promises, Gay will guarantee in writing to sell your home 100% of your asking price, or she'll pay you the difference in cash. Able to do this because Gay already has the buyers. Over 15,179 buyers, or buyers in waiting. Think about this. And Gay sold, we talked about Peter and Cheyenne, and they got over asking multiple offers and helped them get their dream home and beat out multiple other buyers. In a time like this, when you need to make the move, you call Gay Ribble, the Empower Team, easy one, 833-301-SOLD, 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 and she spells her name G-A-Y-E, GayHasTheBuyers.com. GayHasTheBuyers.com, GayHasTheBuyers.com. Please, 833-301-SOLD. All right, here's what we do, Blake. Let's take a quick turnaround here, reset and get back, and we'll come back with Mar- with Alby and then Mark Miller. Open lines will continue. Do you believe the United States of America is at war with Russia? Uh, whether or not Congress declared it, I think we are. And now the threat, when Putin talks about the risk of a nuke, and also, ta- and not much of this has come up. It's all been Russian stuff, but you know, we can predict outcomes of elections if you wish to do that. But also talking about the economic outlook is very, they say it's darkening. Isn't that an interesting term? So a couple minutes to go. 70 will be the high. 47 night falls in the air. 710 Kane, U.S. Denver's talk station. It is all yours